Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Just before we share today's episode, I want to ask you to sign up to the Let's Talk Loyalty email newsletter. Our email newsletter is by far the best way for us to keep you up to date with all of the latest incredible loyalty stories we're sharing each week. It's also the easiest place for you to find our show notes with links to everything mentioned in all of the episodes. You can sign up at letstalkloyalty.com. Hello and welcome to episode 320 of Let's Talk Loyalty. Today it's a different style of episode, but one I think is perfect for the end of year as we enjoy the festive season and begin to think ahead to 2023. Our guest today is Kevin Crow, the founder of a unique concept called Give a Mile. It's a charity dedicated to providing free flights when it matters the most, for people who need to fly to be with a loved one at the very end of their life. Giveamile.org believes that the cost of a plane ticket should never be the reason that someone dies alone. In today's discussion, Kevin shares how loyalty program owners, like all of you listening, can partner with Giveamile.org to help your members donate to this charity. He also explains how each of us as individuals can donate our loyalty miles or cash at any time to support these flights, which are often the only option for people to see their loved ones before they pass. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Kevin Crow from giveamile.org. So, Kevin Crow, welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Oh, goodness, I can hear it. That's super exciting for me. <laughs> we, we are recording in, in December and releasing in December as well. So full of the, the festivities of the season. So feels like an important time to be talking about exactly the work that you're doing, Kevin. So um, very pleased to be able to support the, the Give a Mile concept. It's very, mm-hmm. very meaningful. Um, so before we get into talking about exactly what you've built and why, We always start this show, as you know, talking about our favorite loyalty programs. So why don't you kick us off by telling us what are your favorite loyalty programs? Well, Paul, I'm going to pick two and I'm going to tell you, and it's going to become obvious as we talk why these two, but Air Canada and United have been huge, huge supporters and partners in the mission of Give a Mile uh, and just got behind us and allowed us to give these flights. And and what Give a Mile does is we have people donate their travel loyalty miles and we give flights to people to see their loved one at end of life, right? So you give a thousand points and I give a thousand points and mothers, brothers, fathers, sisters, sons, daughters can get on that plane to see that loved one who's in the last maybe days, weeks of life. And it's been a a powerful experience. And without those two loyalty programs, we would not be where we are today. 
Wow. Well, I mean, full credit to them. Air Canada has been on the show, as I said to you before we started, Kevin. So um, mm-hmm. incredibly impressive in terms of what they're doing with Aeroplan. And clearly United is a huge supporter of yours as well. So big kudos to them. Um, they have a lot of, I suppose, opportunities to support so many different good charities. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're getting behind Give a Mile means it's uh, it's working for them at some level, like emotional level for their members, I guess. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. um, it's incredible to hear what they're doing for you. Well, I I feel it's just such a a win win win, right? Like if you think about, obviously the family's receiving the flights. If you're in a situation where you know you literally do not think you're going to see your loved one ever again, yeah. you cannot afford a flight. You get connected yeah. to Give a Mile, and you're you receive a flight. Yeah, one eighty degree, and your emotion and stress, and obviously that that power of the gift. So incredible yeah. win for the family. Yeah. A win for the brands that are involved, right? To show obviously their commitment to community, to yeah. be able to put good in the system, even amongst their employees, right? To see like, look at what we're doing. Like think of the impact we're having on these people's lives. Yeah. And then I think a win for the people that are part of those loyalty programs, right? To think about the power you can have with your miles or your points, right? The fact that, yeah, I love to collect them and go on these powerful vacations, but I also can pay that forward and give yeah. what in some ways I think is the most powerful gift you can give is time with a loved one. Um, And so all of us together, I think it's just one of those beautiful alignments of the stars. We all win together. It's just so, so amazing. And you're absolutely right, Kevin. The reason I fell in love with the loyalty industry was exactly that. It was just Mm -hmm. like, oh, I get to be nice to people. I get to look after them. And (laughs) then they they like that too. And then they're nice back to me and they buy more stuff. I mean, it's amazing. (laughs) Yes, right. It's a beautiful model. Absolutely beautiful model. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen some of your stats on the the website, Kevin. So 877 flights given to people. Yeah. And Paul, I got to update that. It's okay. actually 920 as of this morning. Oh uh, my we God. always do a bit. We always do a big Christmas campaign, and, and we're trying to get 50 flights out yeah. from now and and to the you know Christmas. I mean, we might go a little bit in, into January. Sure. Uh, and we have had an incredible response. Uh, wow. So we are 920 and counting. Yeah. And obviously, you know, there's such demand right now with you know inflation and the pressure on people's wallets, yeah. and and we're just seeing a, a huge amount of, of flight applicants this year. So we're wow. really hoping to be able to meet that demand. For sure, Kevin. So, I mean, I guess the obvious uh, question is, is why did you start this? You know, it's, yeah. it's quite a challenge, I would say, from a lot of perspectives, because first of all, there are a lot of charity initiatives out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot mm-hmm. of technical challenge building something like this. Um, so, yeah, it's clearly very meaningful to you. So tell us, yeah. how did the idea come about? Yeah, and this is a passion project. I, I, I work in tech and, and this is really... Yeah. around uh, an amazing friend, uh, Ryan. And um, you know how, like, to me, the universe is kind of a magical spot and uh, things yeah. just happen. Um, I was meant to meet Ryan. I was destined to meet Ryan. I, you know, I, I dated this girl in university who's, uh, you know, boyfriend that she had broken up with from high school was this gentleman by the name of Ryan. I heard lots about him, yeah. but never met him, never met yeah. him. My, my friend was hitchhiking across Canada. I live in Canada. Uh, he, and this is years later after university, he got dropped off at my house. And he said, oh, I got this amazing ride with this gentleman by the name of Ryan. You guys would be best friends. You got to meet him. Never met him. Wow. You, f- flash forward years after that, I, I worked for this tech company. I, I've been here over 20 years and, and right near the beginning. And we were growing and we, we got to about 50 people and we had to hire our first HR manager. Mm. And it was right around this time of year, right around Christmas. And I, and I went and introduced myself and, um, 
you know, I said, Oh, what are you doing for Christmas? And she said she was going home for Christmas. And I said, Oh, where are you from? And she mentioned the town and I said, I knew some people. And she said, like who? And I mentioned this, this woman I used to date and her eyes got really big. And she's like, my husband's Ryan Westerman. So not only, not only, you know, was Ryan's wife working for us, but he ended up living just down the road from me. So of course I said, Hey, I got to meet your husband. This is a story. We became instant, incredible friends. Um, we were both kind of in the same stage of our, our, our lives at that time, recently married, we both had young sons, our careers were doing really well. Yeah. And, and so, you know, just sharing life together, right? Like, you know, our, our, we put our kids to sleep and then we like sneak out of the house and play video games together, or, you know, have <laughs> backyard fires and just, you know, share experiences in life. And yeah, so incredible bond. And unfortunately, you know, where our stories pivoted is Ryan ends up getting diagnosed with, you know, brain cancer. That's extremely aggressive extremely aggressive. And, and I remember, you know, he had a major seizure and, and I went to visit him in the emergency room at, ho- at the hospital. And we just had this incredible conversation. Um, and I, I can't, it's, it's beyond words, right. That, yeah. you know, he was looking for somebody. He's like, Kev, I need someone to help me get through this journey. Um, we kind of knew how it was going to end. Um, yeah. and he's like, I got my family. I got this incredible support. I got my friends, but I need someone I can confide in and, and just, you know, really share all my emotions with. And, and will you be that person? And it literally, you know, scared the hell out of me. Um, of big course. ask. Right. And, yeah. um, and I said, you know, absolutely. I'm, I want to do that. I want to do that for you. And so we had this incredible kind of last year of life together. Um, he was a super inspiring, uh, very wise person. And I, I, you know, the, the older I get, the more courage I see in how he was very transparent about all his emotions. It wasn't, you know, every day he wasn't like, you know, just full of strength and courage. He, he would share his weakness and, and yeah. obviously his disappoint, disappointment and, and, you know, coming near the end of his life and in his mid thirties. And, you know, I just remember like lessons from him. I, you know, I worked downtown Calgary and, and, you know, I would go visit him twice a week and I get over to his house, you know, I'm throwing my jacket down. He's like, He's like, what's the problem? Rush hour traffic? And I'm like, yeah, I was really bad. And he goes, what I would do to sit in rush hour traffic on my way to my job right now, right? Just yeah. those yeah. those types of in, inspiration in those moments. And, and yeah. he was also the kind of guy, even when we, you know, got, he had to go to hospice as he was deteriorating and he's like, we're still going to play poker. And we brought, you know, the kegs in and we brought all the guys in and we played poker at the hospice. And, you know, he's like, why wait for this funeral thing when I'm dead and I'm going to celebrate life now. Let's bring everybody (laughs) in and have this massive celebration of life, which was just this incredible party. You know, he, he's the kind of guy that had friends from when he was still in kindergarten, like they were still his good friends. And, and so it was just really inspiring to, to see, um, this, this way that he chose how to live life. And, you know, I remember, you know, being in hospice, there's a couple of powerful moments that happened. And one of those was, um, cause obviously, you know, he's in a lot of pain and, and the hospice nurses, they did an incredible job of taking care of him. And, and the hospice doctor said to his wife and myself, she said, like, I can cut back the pain medicine so that you can have conversations and he can talk to you. And, mm. and we were just in this beautiful spot where we said, we've said everything we need to say, like we, yeah. he does not need to suffer. Yeah. And, and so the, the power of visit really started to resonate with me, okay. right. The power of having those conversations and, yeah. and I, on the last day of Ryan's life, you know, his son at the time was four years old, his son Talon was four. Wow. And I remember getting advice, you know, Tasha, his wife and I were getting advice and from the hospice nurses. And they said, like, look at wherever Talon wants to be, let him be. Just okay. do not talk in metaphor, be very direct with him. Mm. And, 
you know, the day it was becoming apparent it was going to be Ryan's last day uh, alive. And, and Talon was with his cousins back at his house playing and, and, you know, his family was up there and his mm-hmm. wife, of course. And, and I was there and, and um, sure enough, we get a phone call and it's Talon. And he's like, I want to come see my dad. Yeah. And, you know, Tasha kind of looks at me and I look at her and we're like, well, let's bring him up. Of course. And I'll never forget, you know, I was, I was leaning over Ryan's bed and, and just chatting, you know, talking to him, letting him know we're going to be okay. Mm. And this little hand grabbed my hand and uh, I looked down and there was Talon. And if you know Talon, he has these biggest blue eyes, right? He's just looking at me and he's like, you know, Kev, what's wrong with my dad? Mm. And, you know, I just said in the moment, you know, your, your dad's dying. Do you want to give him one last hug? Yeah. And he said, yeah. And I picked him up and I put him in bed. He gave his dad this big hug and, you know, Tash had crawled in and, and was curled up beside her husband and, mm. and, um, they, you know, Talon fell asleep with his dad and his dad passed away a couple hours later. Wow. It was incredibly heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but it was incredibly honoring to be there for my friend who I love dearly and, yeah. and to just w- witness that, to pay witness to his life. And, yeah. You know, one of the things about Calgary is, you know, only one in four people are born here. I wasn't born here. Ryan wasn't born here. Right? People come to this city. Okay. And while we were in hospice, we just saw so many people that were, you know, on the phone or talking amongst themselves, just saying, yeah, you know, dad understands you can't afford to come to see him. And, and then, you know, when Ryan passed away and it, it, it took me years to kind of, you know, just think and reflect on that. And, and I heard the stat about, you know, how many travel miles and loyalty programs exist. Yeah. And I thought, well, if we have people donate mm-hmm. small amounts of those travel miles, we can give these, these incredible flights to these people, yeah. right? Yeah. The people that were in the Calgary hospice that weren't able to see their dad and mom. Yeah. And the thing is, as I've shared that idea, yeah. people just have rallied around it, right? Like, <laughs> it's just like, you wow. know, yeah. we keep bumping into the right people at the right time. Um, you know, mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, why is Air Canada one of my favorite loyalty programs is we're trying to figure this out. Like, we're just like, okay, how do we make these flights happen? And, and I was like, well, we're going to hand bomb it. Like you can, you know, donate your miles, transfer them to my Air Canada account. I'll pay the transfer fees. We'll, we can actually see if this works. Yeah. And we we're on Twitter, just kind of, you know, talking about that, tweeting that out. Air Canada is like, you know, call us right now. And they're oh like, my God. We, wow. ha- we have a model, right? Yeah. The Beyond Charities program and uh, Beyond Miles program. And, and, and they're, they're like, we can do this. We're, we're going to help you. Right. And oh my God. United Miles on a Mission, same kind of thing when we showed them the idea. And so the fact that people can, you know, transfer their miles to us as a charity for $0 yeah. fees. And we, you know, we're a hundred percent donation miles. So hundred percent of those miles are going to flights yeah. and get those flights out is, was just a huge, uh, huge moment for us. And, and now, right, we're over 920 flights and obviously yeah. talking to your audience, like it just, the people have just keep coming and, and mm-hmm. supporting it. I'm a person with an idea. Mm-hmm. We are grassroots. We have been always grassroots uh, for the community, by the community, uh, mm-hmm. volunteer led. Um, we're probably about 98% volunteer driven. I think yeah. we're going to have to change that a little bit as we scale because there, there is just so much demand, yeah. uh, but it's been incredible to be part of it and to keep Ryan's legacy alive, you know? Wow. What a story, Kevin. My goodness. It's incredibly moving. Thank you mm. for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have certainly lost a few people along mm-hmm. my own journey and mm-hmm. I know how precious 
presence is. I think that's mm-hmm. incredible. Something that you have noticed and and felt and found a way to to channel into something oh, so powerful. You. So yeah, and yeah. and just as a you know on a personal note, I fundamentally believe that we do choose uh, who we die with. Actually, mm-hmm. and I know that's probably mm-hmm. a profound and whatever, but you know clearly Ryan needed you alongside yeah. his his wife and his son. He needed your energy and obviously could feel that there was a way to mm-hmm. maybe continue his legacy, as you said. So I am very proud to be here to share the story Thank of you. Give a Mile. Yeah. Well, so, I'm going to, I'm going to reinforce your belief. I'm going to tell you a story because I believe the same thing. And okay. since you brought it up, I got to tell you a story. So I remember, you know, Ryan was in hospice and the hospice has this beautiful patio, like, you know, second level deck and the, you know, took him out there in his wheelchair and the sun was shining on him. And we're looking at the, you know, the, the beautiful trees and, he says to me, he goes, Hey, um, Kev, I'm going to die with you, my wow. wife and my son. And I said, Hey, I'm going to move mountains for you, man. I'll do anything I can, but we do not get to choose these things, Ryan. Like, you know, yeah. and yeah. he's like, he just looked at me and shook his head. Like just had this very <laughs> determined look in his face. And obviously from the story I just told, you can tell that absolutely is what happened. And, and so then I look back on it now. I was like, oh, he wasn't asking me. He was telling me what was going to happen. Right? <laughs> he, knew. He, knew, he knew. He knew. He knew what was going to happen. Goodness. So I, I support your belief 100%. So. Wonderful. And I'm sure he's with us as well and sharing this mm-hmm. conversation as well. So, mm-hmm. so so, let's talk about the initiative then, Kevin. Um, mm-hmm. I looked obviously through your website today in yeah. preparation for our call. What I yeah. think impressed me the most is, um, of course, the beautiful intention, you know, that mm-hmm. that's just incredible. So the concept is beautiful, but also, I suppose, the attention to detail. Mm. So, you know, I can imagine the mindset of, of people who hear about your initiative, need your initiative and, yeah. and are desperate to, to be considered. Yeah. And yeah. that clearly is something you take extremely seriously mm-hmm. with incredible response times and, mm. and really helping to reassure people to the best yeah. of your ability that you're there, that you've got two of the world's biggest airlines yeah. to support them. Yeah. So tell us a bit about how the whole thing works, I guess. Maybe first of all, from a, a donor's perspective, because I think yeah. we're all humans first and foremost. Yeah. And I, I think the important detail that I was kind of picking up, and you can correct me if, if I'm wrong, but it seems that it's an ongoing uh, request for donations of miles so mm-hmm. that you have the bank of them ready when somebody needs them. Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So from a donor perspective, there's a couple of things. If you go to giveamile.org and we love yeah. your support, yeah. you you know, hit the donate button, you'll get into the donation flow. And there's two okay. things you can, you know, donate your miles. And yeah. like I said, Air Canada United, you can donate those and, and they'll transfer zero dollars. Yeah. If you're part of another program, you can pledge your miles to us okay. and we'll hold on to those miles and get when a flight matches those miles, we'll use them. Right. Mm-hmm. 100% of those miles are going to go to flights. Absolutely. Right. That's, that's our commitment. You can mm-hmm. also donate money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do about 10 to 12% of our flights are in cash because yeah. we're, we fly in from rural areas or there's just not a point program that feeds it, or maybe there's no seats left or right. It's just one of those things. So, so money also helps our cost. Yeah. So please go to givemile.org and, and donate. We also have a program called Flight Hero, which an individual, a team or a company can take on, which is basically kind of a rally cry. You, okay. you commit to raising so many miles and we have flight coaches that help you. We have, you know, canned kind of material that you can put on your social media, Facebook, and you're really mm. looking to your network to raise so many miles. And when th- that happens, we connect you to the specific flight. 
And then we, you know, you help this family and they flew from here to there and you, you know exactly who you helped. And we try to make you connected to the impact as much as possible on yeah. our website. You can see all the flight stories are shared. So, you know, exactly what yeah. the flights are and, and who we've been helping. That's, that's really important to us. For sure. To your point, what we do is it's basically, it's almost kind of like an emergency lending system. We have a universal bucket of miles that when a family connects to us, and we'll talk about how that works when yeah. a family connects to us, you know, Obviously, we don't want them to be in limbo of like, oh, maybe you have a flight. Maybe you don't have a flight. Yeah. We lend them those miles we, and we book that flight. And then our donors, right, we lean on them to kind of backfill that for us and ah. say, okay, that was a 50,000 mile flight. Yeah. Hey, we need 50,000 miles through the door. Yeah. We've had incredible response from the community. We've used over 35 million miles so far. Wow. Um, but I can tell you the demand outstrips uh, the supply right now. And it's yeah. extremely hard to say no to a family. Mm. Um, you can imagine because this is not like I can come back in six months and say, I have the miles now. Yeah. The other thing they say is like, well, who do I call now? We are the only charity I know that is working in this space. Right. Mm. So when we say no, it's, it's no. Yeah. Um, and it's a very tough thing on that family. So we obviously want to get as many people supporting us as, as we can so that we don't have to say no. Yeah. No, my God, I hadn't even thought about the the nightmare of having to say no and uh, yeah. and, and how difficult that would be. Um, and clearly yeah. you can't always say yes either. But what struck yeah. me actually when um, when you were talking uh, before the last time, I guess, with, uh, with Pooja here in our team was... Mm-hmm talking about, you know, when people feel helpless, um, Mm -hmm. such as when Ryan was, I guess, coming towards the end, there is, I suppose, this... I don't know that this upswelling of people who want to do something. Can I cook mm-hmm. a dinner? Can I come around? Yes. Can I babysit? So, yes. so I think you're tapping into a very powerful insight mm-hmm. of what I think we're all here to say to you today is, yes, there is something you can do if you know somebody who is, you know, again, yeah. missing somebody they love and, uh, yeah. and it's, a, it's a difficult situation. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think the donor piece makes perfect sense and sounds mm-hmm. very easy. Um, mm-hmm. I know our friends in points.com uh, support you. Are they? Yes, huge powering? supporters. Yeah. yeah. How do they, yeah. how are they involved? Well, points uh, has, you know, financially supported us and been key sponsors. When we do the Christmas campaign, which we try to get 50 flights out, we yeah. do mother's and father's day campaign. They, they've been a huge sponsor them, them and bond. We would not be here without those two yeah. partners as well. Uh, points is helping us with some of the technology in the background. Okay. Right. We're, we're working on that. That's a longer term play. And, and, you know, we hope and, you know, maybe this time next year, we can talk a little bit more about, you know, how we kind of yeah. connect with some other programs and move them. But, you know, right now, financial, they also help us, I would say, from advice around kind of the technology yeah. and, and technology advisors. Yeah. So re- really, really key partner for us, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And again, we've had the guys from Bond Brand Loyalty on yes. the show as well. So I guess they're helping you think through how best to, you know, appeal to consumers, appeal to brands or tell yeah. me about your work with Bond. Yeah, same thing. They do financial support uh, with those campaigns and have donated to us. Okay. The key kind of advisory they're bringing in is around the 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 the, the, the marketing, right? Okay. Uh, the brand. Yeah. The uh, they've been the yeah. positioning. They've really helped us there. We're maturing. Um, you mm-hmm. know, they've given us really good advice. We haven't. We're executing a lot of the marketing plan they put in front of us. So once again, just. Uh, a way for us to scale, you know, people say, you know, where do you want this to go? My big, hairy, audacious goal is a billion miles, right? Which is probably around 40,000 flights. Oh my God. Um, There's no reason this couldn't be used globally, right? One of the things we see uh, is like on TikTok and stuff, we've had some pretty good viral moments and people will be like, 
does this work in Australia? You know, yeah. can you work, does this work in Asia? And mm. we're like, not yet, not yet is the answer, <laughs> right? We absolutely want to get there. We do okay. do international flights to and from Canada and the US, right? So if you're flying okay. into a Canadian or American loved one, uh, or if you're flying from Canada or the US to a loved one in the world, of the mm. 920, I think about 160 have been international in nature. Okay. Um, obviously more resources required. So it's a, it's a key thing, obviously, to have the donations involved, but we do yeah. support that as well. Yeah. Okay. And I guess the key question then is this audience is, you know, full of loyalty directors, yeah. loyalty managers, and mostly in the US, um, of course, in the UK yeah. and Australia as well. But what would you like to say, like, how can uh, loyalty programs beyond the two that we've mentioned already, of course, how can other loyalty programs support you, Kevin? Yeah, we it, we would love to chat with you. We would love to talk to any program that wants to become involved. Obviously, as we said earlier, we just feel it's such a win for, you know, everybody, yeah. the brand, the people donating. Email us at info at giveamile.org. Okay. Email us there and let's get in conversation around how we do this. Uh, we would love to have more programs at the table. That mm -hmm. means we can help more people. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously we talked about how hard it's to say no. So we'd yeah. absolutely love to engage in conversation for sure. Okay. Yeah. And that's any sector, Kevin, just for clarity. It's not just yeah. airlines. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We've had, um, and I, I should have mentioned this as well. Scene has been an incredible partner. Okay. Um, and they just came in with some massive uh, donations and support from their ecosystem of partners that have made some ma massive donations for us okay. to help us with flights at Christmas. Right. Oh, so, wow. yeah. you know, we're redeeming those for travel. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, people ask me about hotels and rental cars there. Yeah. Those are things we're working on later. Right now we're focused on flights. Yeah. Uh, but anything like obviously rail, uh, bus, um, we do get those requests. People are scared to fly. Uh, people were scared to fly through COVID, obviously. They're like, sure. hey, can you get me on a train? Can you get me on a bus? We'd love to expand there. Mm -hmm. We are open to conversation because at the end of the day, mm. what if we are for a for-profit company, I would say our measurement is those families connected, right? Like okay. that yeah. would be our revenue. That is what we are focused on. Okay. We want to do more and more of that. And like mm. I said, we are just seeing the demand through the roof with inflation and, and the economic issues that are going on. So yeah. let's get involved in a conversation and see if there's a, a partnership and if we can make something work. Okay, so guys, you heard it here. Uh, Kevin is super keen to talk to all of you. I'm going to say not just a few. <laughs> yes, that's so right. yeah. yeah, let's get in touch. We'll make sure, of course, Kevin, to link uh, to your you know LinkedIn profile, mm. and obviously people can reach you through us as well. And yeah. actually, we have seen coming on. Let's talk loyalty tomorrow. So oh, beautiful! Um, that's beautiful. Yeah. Also going to yeah. be uh, to, yeah. to be chatting with those guys. So lots of great stuff happening, I guess, overall in the Canadian mm -hmm. loyalty market. Um. And I guess the the key thing that I hear, Kevin, is, you know, as loyalty program owners, I'm constantly being asked this question. Like everybody talks about with two different things. You've probably heard yeah. this from the guys in Bond, for example. There's transactional loyalty and then there's yes. emotional loyalty. Yeah. And we all know that, um, you know, charity is is one of the biggest levers that we can, you yeah. know, connect our brands to. Yeah. Um, what I love about yours, I suppose, is the fact that it is really the only solution, as you said, for a, yeah. a, a crisis moment in time. And as human beings, we, we've all yeah. been in a situation where there's loved ones that we want to be uh, close to. Mm -hmm. So, and, and the other thing I would them. add there, for, just from a, a, the branding perspective, is you know one yeah. of the things that's um, 
is powerful for us and give a model that's a little more intangible in some charities that do amazing work yeah. is I can connect you right to the impact, right? You know, you help this family fly from here to there, wow. right? Other things are working on some things that are more difficult. We know like climate change, right? It's a little harder yeah. to understand the impact. We yeah. can connect these people, these people that are donating right to the, to the impact they're making happen, which obviously is to your point is hugely emotionally impactful for all of us involved. Yeah. We would, we would love to do that for sure. You know? Yeah. Well, honestly, I just think it is a beautiful proposition. As I said, Kevin, a huge credit to you. And especially you. now around the festive season when we're yeah. all getting a chance maybe to reflect. And even as you talked about Ryan and, you know, his comment about, I wish I was in a traffic jam. I remember mm. a very powerful quote saying, you know, healthy people want a thousand different things. Yes. Sick people only want one. That's so, right. There That's you go. Right. Yeah. Absol so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, I just want to also just talk about the, the people applying for flights, right? And, yeah, and just, please do. Um, yeah. There's a couple of key things to your point. One is we mainly work with hospices, cancer centers, ICU units, right? Yeah. Every flight is medically verified. Um, we have a, basically, it's roughly a two-page uh, form that a family has to fill out. We try to keep it as simple as possible because you can imagine how stressful it is. Yeah. Um, there's medical verification. Um, and then we take those flights through a flight review team. We do that very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, and basically, we're looking at, you know, our, our resources we have available, um, looking at kind of getting them booked. Is it feasible? Can we actually find flights, that type of thing? Yeah. Then we approve the flight. And then we have amazing volunteer travel agents that work for us that book those flights and work with the family, right? Give the, the ticket to the family and, and off to the races as we go. Mm -hmm. To your point, we try to do that as quickly as possible. As you can imagine, we literally had people call us, you know, and say, I need to get on a flight now, like not yeah. an hour from now. Now we do our best to fill that. Um, you know, sometimes we're able to get people out that night. Mm -hmm. Most of the time we get people out the next day. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously any heads up time you can give us the better, right? It helps us just find you a seat. Yeah. But one of the powerful things I remember is it was in like, I think it was in our first 10 or 15 flights we gave away. Mm. Uh, I was a, a gentleman, his family uh, was from Central America. He, he was here in Canada, unfortunately he had stage four cancer mm. uh, and he needed his family to come see him. Mm. And, you know, it was our first kind of, I think it was right around our first international flight. So, you know, we went away and I was talking to the team and we were working on it and I called him back. Like, I think it was like two days later. And I said, Hey, Pedro, we have the flight We're 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 able to make these flights happen. He said, Kev, that's amazing. You, like, I can't say thank you enough. I have not slept for two days because this is all I've been focused on. This is all my energy, why yeah. I'm trying to, you know, stay strong and, and stay alive is to see my family again. And I said to myself, we're not going to do that again. Right? Wow. Like, we have to turn these things around fast yeah. um, and we've got to take care of these families because it is just at the center of what's going on in their lives right now. I know we had a, mm. a woman, we flew her, her daughter and granddaughter to her uh, mm -hmm. from New York and, and into Canada. And I talked to her, you know, she was in hospice and she said, mm. if someone showed up with like a million dollars in a suitcase right now, it's meaningless. This, totally. this is literally the lottery for me. The fact that I get to see them one more time because mm. I cannot put into words how important this is uh, of a gift you've given. And so we, we take that very um, to heart and we're very much a key thing for us to look after those families. Um, yeah. And we've had families literally that can't fill in the application form just because of the stress and the overwhelming um, kind of weight on them. I know one woman that reached out, she's like, I literally have to go fly to see my mom. Mm -hmm. She's on life support. I have to 
make the decision to take her off life support, and then obviously execute all the administration around that. I cannot even think. Yeah. And our incredible travel agents that book the flights, they're like, we'll get on the phone with you and we'll fill it out for you. I just need this information, right? Yeah. Uh, to book the flight. And so I can't say enough about those volunteers and how well they take care of those families. You know? How many volunteers do you have, Kevin? That sounds like an incredible team. Yeah, we're, we're roughly about 30. Um, yeah. And I say roughly because for events and things we do, we kind of expand. And yeah. then I would say right now there's about, you know, 15 people that are almost working on Give a Mile on a daily basis, right? My Whether goodness. it's, you know, the travel yeah. agents, the flight yeah. review team, right? Yeah. We do have some administration, of course. And, and yeah. these are people I, I cannot put into words um, their hearts and how committed they are to this organization. Mm. Like I said, I'm, I'm a person with a, an idea. Yeah. These are the people that make it happen day in and day out. And mm. just how committed they are to make sure those families get on those flights. It's, it's I don't have words for it, you know? So. Yeah. And just to be also crystal clear, because I saw it on your website, you are a registered charity. So when yeah. you talk about your objectives and KPIs, they are, yeah. are purely every single mile, every single cent yeah. is paying for flights and taxes and just connecting people, as you said, to a, to a point of uh, connection. That's correct. Yeah. Both in Canada and the US, we're a registered charity. We can okay. give tax receipts for financial donations. Uh, we don't do that on the on the miles side or the points side. Sure. Uh, but yeah, we, we are committed um, to execute as many flights as we can, right? That, yeah. that is our goal. Yeah. Well, it's a wonderful story, um, a wonderful idea. And I'm so pleased to hear all the synchronicity, actually, that, you know, yeah. the stars aligned, as you said, I often feel that that's the sign that the universe is actually guiding, supporting yes, yes, and yes, creating yes. something for you. So I'm with you there. Absolutely. Yeah. So listen, I don't have any other questions for you, Kevin. Um, anything else that you want to mention before we wrap up? I'm just, I'm going to share one quick flight story. And it's just from a few days ago, just to once yeah. again, emphasis what we can create together, this community on this phone, right? So yeah. we yeah. had a woman reach out and she's like, my dad is dying alone in hospice right now. He's calling me every day. Oh my God. Can you get me on a flight to be there with him? Yeah. And because of the donations we've had and the support from the bonds and the points and Air Canada United and seeing, she got to go see her dad. Wow. Right. We can do that and we can yeah. do more of that together. So I really appreciate this time and this yeah. opportunity to share with your community. For sure. Yeah. And well done as well on creating the um, the full closed loop, I guess, Kevin, you know, the videos. I mean, you know, <laughs> I couldn't watch too many because I was like, yes. I'll just be sobbing through the interviews. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. We, we all know exactly how meaningful that is. So, um, so listen, with that said, we will make sure that everybody knows where to find Give a Mile. And mm -hmm. from our side as Let's Talk Loyalty, we would love to stay in touch with you. And maybe again this time next year, have you on the show and get an update on how many more flights you have um, you've been able to, to donate and give people and we'll be part of your PR plan or whatever we can do in terms of supporting you from our side, yeah? Oh, thanks so much, Paul. That's awesome. We'd love to be back on. We'd love it. We'd love it. Great. Okay. Kevin Crow, founder of Give a Mile. Thank you so much from Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you. This show is sponsored by The Loyalty People a global strategic consultancy with a laser focus on loyalty, CRM and customer engagement. The loyalty people work with clients in lots of different ways, whether it's the strategic design of your loyalty program or a full service, including loyalty project execution. 
and they can also advise you on choosing the right technology and service partners. On their website, the Loyalty People also runs a free global community for loyalty practitioners. And they also publish their own loyalty expert insights. So for more information and to subscribe, check out theloyaltypeople.global. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like us to send you the latest shows each week, simply sign up for the Let's Talk Loyalty newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and we'll send our best episodes straight to your inbox. And don't forget that you can follow Let's Talk Loyalty on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And of course, we'd love for you to share your feedback and reviews. Thanks again for supporting the show.